The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. All right, welcome again to Isaiah 61, hosted by Spirit of the Lord Church, 1001 Penn Avenue, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55411. And this is your host, Pastor Solomon Aquaka. It's always a great time and 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 pri- privilege to be before you, to speak to you. Um, and sometimes we have guests on this show to encourage you and to just rightly divide a word. We believe in rebuilding our community and restoring, you know, those lost dreams, broken hopes, and all those, you know, challenges that we go through that tend to mess with our mindset, tend to mess with our innermost, uh, to the core. We have been called to place hope back into dead circumstances, into dead situations, into dead communities. And so join us at 10.30 a.m. every Sunday for our worship service, 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And and God is going to definitely bless you. Now, he's going to bless you regardless of whether you come to service or not with us. But um, just stay rooted in the faith. Now, this month we've been talking a lot about contending for God's promises. So we'll continue on this theme for the month. And I want to focus today on the fact that God is not slack concerning his promises. God is not slack concerning his promises. He says something. He issues um, a statement assuring and affirming that something's going to be done and he brings it to pass. He does. So last week we laid the foundation for really contend for God's promises. We talked about what what promises are, what is a promise, and we dive deep into the fact that once God promises, once he speaks, it's law, it's executed. His promises are yes and amen. His promises are yes and amen. And that's one of the the assurances that we have as believers that he is able to, to execute what what he does so he doesn't speak unless he can execute and we know that god is all knowing all powerful and he can do all things he can do all things in fact failure is not a part of his attributes nowhere near now what we know to be his attributes uh, some of those are his faithful his 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 mercies are new every morning he's his tender mercies are extended to us every day. He is, he is gracious, he's holy, he's mighty, and he's all-knowing, and he is all-powerful. God is all-powerful. And so with an all-powerful God, whatever he says, he executes. Now, he also puts us in positions to make sure that we play our part and to see uh, him manifest his promises and his statements towards 
our lives. Now, we talked about there are certain promises that are guaranteed, other promises that are conditional. And so the conditional promises would require some form of an action or an alignment with man or humankind to execute. Now, it, it doesn't mean that when when person A does not align with it, it's not going to happen. God always would orchestrate and sometimes he would even move us from where we are stationed. You know, if we're stationed at a place where it's not conducive to see the fulfillment of that promise, he would he would relocate us. He would find ways, create circumstances around us to help relocate us and to reposition us in order to see his promises come alive and come to pass. One of the promises that we may um, tend to forget is about um, when when he promised the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in Acts chapter 2 verse 39 that the promise of the Holy Spirit is for what? The children of Israel and their children's children. Now, it says that the King James Version says that for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. So that is a promise. The Spirit of God, he, Jesus breathed on his disciples and he said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. And they, they received it. Now, that was a promise and that was an assurance. Now they had to go into the upper room. They had to, God had to, you know, bind their hearts together, bring them together, orchestrate for them to go and tarry until they received the promise. Now, that is one way we contend. One way we contend for God's promises to see that happen is we join our hearts together as believers. We join our our spirits together. We join our minds and everything that we are together, believing to see God move in our day. Now, I would tell you that uh, there is revival happening all over and it may be overshadowed and it's often often overshadowed by the news that we hear because the news media doesn't always or doesn't uh, they actually seldom report on revivals now so you you want to be a, a student of what God is doing just follow what God is doing through um the the media outlets that that actually talk about kingdom and you would CBN is an example that you can follow. You can also Daystar. We we recently lost uh, Marcus Lamb, um, a very phenomenal servant of God, and just the faith level of how he contended for the promise of God for his life is just remarkable. I was watching his um his celebration of life, and it's just incredible the impact that he made but he had to contend he had to look at his circumstance from where he started and it's like no god has this promise for me and that promise part of that is that he has given me a measure of faith that could execute and bring out the gospel to the ends of the earth and he wrote on that promise and he contended until it became um, it became tangible, and we are all beneficiaries 
of this great servant of God, Marcus Lamb. Now, he contended for the promise. Like As I was saying, one way we contend is to join our hearts together. So as believers, as people in one ministry or one fellowship, it's important that we join together, we come into one accord, into an agreement, and we say, Lord, we need your promise. And it could be for the power of the Holy Spirit. It could be for just the promise revival um, springs that, that God has prophesied and spoken about in these end times. It could be about just seeing a turnaround in your neighborhood, turnaround in the city, turnaround in the nation, turnaround across the globe could be just the the healing touch of Jesus upon the globe with with this with this pandemic um that has been pronounced by 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 the world health organization and so many other health institutions we believe that God still heals and we believe also that in these times it calls for us to contend earnestly for the for the promises of God now I'll read this um, scripture to us and that is that is very profound jude talks about contending earnestly for the faith um, jude 3 it says that that we should contend earnestly for the faith that was once delivered to the saints so th- so that tells us that there is some type of contention that needs to occur there's some type of action needed on our part in order to sustain or to get reintroduced to a certain measure of faith a certain measure of uh, uh, some substance of things hoped for an evidence of what we cannot see now, but we know that it's been spoken. Jude 1 verse 3, it says that we should contend earnestly for the faith that was once delivered to the saints, which it, it just blows my mind because there is a level of faith that is out there for us to get. And it's not just Everyday faith, it's just crazy faith, crazy faith to do the incredible, to do that which God wants us to do, exploits. And exploits doesn't always mean that you go viral, no. Exploits means that you impact the world around you. Exploits means that people come in contact with you and then they see they see God at work and how God is using you to transform them and how circumstances change when they when you come into the picture that is a form of you bringing godliness wherever you go so really when we step into situations and circumstances we are we are coming in with God and so there has to be a difference so there's a measure of faith that we believers need to earnestly contend and pray and and join our hearts together in unity to see that manifestation of that faith that was once delivered to the saints because in order for us to to get there we need to believe every promise of god and sometimes you go through circumstances where it feels like you're 
you're stagnant or you're even retrogressing or not making enough progress as you desire or as you you've 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 prayed for so there has to be a certain measure of faith in believing God and contending for the promise because we have a hope we have a hope that never dies we have a hope that is even aggressive in the midst of uncertainty we have a hope that rises from the ashes we have a hope that continues to speak life in the midst of dead circumstances so again contending for god's promises require us to take some some very carefully orchestrated and calculated um, measures and steps to ensure that god fulfills his promise for our lives um, and these are promises that need that we need to take action now joshua twenty one forty three to 45 and the lord gave unto israel all the land which he swore to give unto their fathers and they possessed it and dwelt therein and the lord gave them rest run about according to all that he swore unto his fathers unto their fathers and there stood not a man of all their enemies before them the lord delivered all their enemies into their hand they f- there failed not out of any good thing which the lord had spoken unto the house of israel all came to pass all came to pass and we know we know from reading uh, the bible and the 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 pentateuch the the first five books that it wasn't easy god had to take them through circumstances and and really bring them to a place where they they got to they 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 got to see god at work but not everybody saw that not everybody encountered and experienced that because god just wanted people that were aligned to see the promises come to pass god wanted them to speak a certain language god wanted them to view life a certain way god wanted them to trust him and you know what some of them they're not and so it's okay if we get into spaces and we don't necessarily see eye to eye what god is saying it's just we we just can't be um we just can't be discouraged by that what we continue to do is to keep our focus on christ keep our focus on christ and his promises and it's important that we do that because the scriptures tell us and let's go to first kings eight fifty six. First kings chapter 8 verse 56 it says the lord our god be with us as he was with our fathers let him not leave us nor forsake us that he may incline our hearts unto him to walk in all his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments which he commanded our fathers. Right. So God is in the business of of putting us in a position where we would have to incline our hearts to him, walk in his ways, and execute his commandment. Whatever he says, we have to do. We do it and we we 
we we we come from a place of sincerity and we say god we believe every word we believe every word and so lord we believe every promise and that you're going to bring to pass every promise concerning in our lives and so we stand to contend and we stand to speak against any opposition that will come our way because we will see your promise in the land of the living Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities, emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Mission listeners throughout the Twin Cities are calling the Good News Line. Call in and tell us what Bible teachers and topics have touched your life and why you listen each day. Share your favorite mission memories, and you could hear your voice on air. Yeah, just calling just to say my appreciation. I want you to know that I listen every morning. Thank you for being a great station. Call the Good News Line today at 651-289-4434. Thanks for listening to AM980 The Mission. Welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon, and you're listening to our series on contending for God's promises. God's promises, they are yes and amen, and they are going to come to pass. We just need to position ourselves and and sometimes just watch God work because he's going to do what he does and what he says he'll do. Um, there are times that we need to position ourselves in a in 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 the right frame of mind, within the right context, in the right environment, and cause him to come in and just execute what he has said. And so we we we've we've we laid the foundation last week. We're continuing on this, and I want us to look at Galatians four twenty eight. In the King James version, it says that now we brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. So. Scripture is comparing us to Isaac. Isaac was a son of Abraham, and Abraham Abraham was uh, the father of faith. And God promised him that he will be the father of nations. He had no no way to get there at the time he got the word. He had no clue of how that was going to come about, or that was. That how God was going to execute that. And there were times that he even doubted God. He even just in his own human mind went through some challenges. And between he and Sarah, I would say that, well, how is this going to happen? How is this possible? Seeing that we're old and and there is, you know, we, we've, we've just not been the ones to carry seed. So how is it going to happen now? But see, God deposited a word. And that word is a seed. That promise is a seed. So we can really look at every promise as seeds. And seeds need the right environment. 
to trigger so I can have viable seed and I would spread them or, you know, put them on carpet and come back a week, two weeks, nothing happens. Why? Because though the seed is potent and viable, the carpet is not the right place for it, right? And so it's important that we as believers prepare our hearts to be that landing spot and that fertile ground to receive every promise of God and to, you know, nurture, help it, create that environment to let that word take root and grow and grow. So next week we'll we'll focus a little bit about growth and how that's important and critical to um, us contending for God's promises for our lives. But see, Abraham never gave up because he knew that God had spoken. He didn't know how, and even though he would go back and forth and there's some there were some challenges that he went through, he still believed God. So even when it didn't make sense, he still went ahead and did what God said he should do. And he still held on to that faith that was breathed into him by God's word, saying that he is going to be the father of many nations and his seed shall be all over the earth. Now, I tell you, when everything is going rosy and 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 you have no opposition, doesn't mean God is not in there, but See, God typically loves to work against all odds. I'm not saying that he would not make things line up for you, but um, I'm, I'm talking about you going through different challenges, different struggles, different uh, battles during life in life. And you know for a fact that it doesn't make sense how he's going to bring to pass his promise. But trust me, he is going to orchestrate that. It doesn't matter how long. It doesn't matter how how hard it may seem, he's going to make it come to pass. So Galatians 4.28 is saying that now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. So if, if we don't get anything out of this text, is that we, we should get the fact that God has designated us as what? children of promise and so god is not slack concerning his promise and he is calling us children of promise that means that he has said something about our lives and he wove us before even we were formed in our mother's womb so he had a plan and he still has a plan for us and it's our our duty to embrace that plan, run with it, and to say, Lord, I'm just open to whatever you want to do. God is faithful. God is not slack concerning his promises. His promises are going to come to pass. His promises are going to come to pass. I want to share a word of prayer even as we wrap up this session today that God would restore hope, restore confidence, 
reveal himself to you, that you would see him in the fullness of his power and his attributes that make him God. To turn every circumstance and every situation around for your favor so that he can come in and execute his promise for you. Father, we thank you for your word. Your word encourages us. Your word builds us up. Your your word brings life and speaks life into situations that where it would otherwise not uh, not present a good living circumstance. So we, we, we just say that breathe upon us a breath of hope. Speak to our heart even as we contend for the promises even us sometimes there are challenges and 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 we we struggle to grasp what you're doing and how you're doing what you're doing let us know that you are in charge and that you will come and save us you will come and bring to pass every promise and like isaac we are the children of promise we embrace that right now and forevermore in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you and walk in God's peace and favor. <laughs>